Well, hello folks, this is John Watson speaking to you from Te Aroha in New Zealand. Well, welcome to the Sleep Radio podcast for August. And yes, I do know that it's a little bit late for the month, but it's going to be worth it. Now we have two things lined up on our show tonight. The first is a little apology from me. You may have noticed that we've had some trouble with our audio stream, and this is because the former provider of our stream, because we upload to servers in the United States, they were giving us some pretty bad service, and so we changed server. Now what that meant was that we had to change the URL, or the broadcast page, uh, for want of a better word, that we broadcast on, which... Hmm. caused us all sorts of issues in terms of notifying everybody who relays our stream, like, well, let's say, for example, iTunes and TuneIn Radio, just two examples. And there's about 30 um, internet radio directories that take our live feed. Now, unfortunately, getting back to all of them and getting them all to change the audio feeds on their websites was a bit of a task and it took about two weeks and you may have noticed that the signal was dropping out and cutting out and coming on and cutting out and coming on all the time and it was driving our listeners nuts and understandably so so we just simply had to do something about it but the best part about that is that we now broadcast a 128k audio stereo stream as opposed to the 98k uh, stream that we had before, which means that we're coming to you in much better sound quality. So that's the first part. And if you are having any uh, listeners listening difficulties, by all means, please go to our website www.sleepradio.co.nz and click on the Listen Online link at the top of the page, and you'll see all of the new uh, streaming ways that you can tune into our musical audio feed. Now the second part of our podcast today is that we're going to be bringing you something exciting. You see, it's about a woman, and she lives in Littleton in Colorado in the USA, and her name is Lisa Downey. There. Now the second part of our podcast today is very exciting. It's about a... About, yeah. Now, the second part of our podcast today is very exciting. It's about a very, very talented pianist. In fact, she's not only a pianist, she's an international composer, a concert performer, and a recording artist. It's about Lisa Downing, and she's a two-time Emmy Award nominee and a multiple award-winning international, as I say, composer, concert performer, and recording artist who is redefining the genre of solo piano. She performs worldwide with Grammy Award-winning musicians such as Liz Story, David Lance, Suzanne Shiani, and Peter Cater. Their performances include the International Pianists of the World series in Spain, the Concierto Internacional de Piano series in Argentina, performances in Germany, as well as concerts across the United States. Her CDs have won multiple awards, including the ZMR Holiday Album of the Year, and Lisa's last album, not the current one, the last album, A Delicate Balance, was also considered for Grammy nomination and ranked in the top five albums for worldwide airplay in its genre. 
And here's what I'm going to be asking Lisa very shortly, and she knows it's coming. It's about her newest CD. It's called The Wisdom of My Shadow, and it's a collection of Lisa's rare and intricately sophisticated musical reflections about feminine power and the shadow self within us all. Don't we all know about that shadow self, folks? Lisa's musical creations paint a very imaginative landscape of powerful and mysterious energies drawn from her unseemingly inexhaustible palette of musical creation. And here we have, live on Skype right now, Lisa Downing. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Well, um, I think I'd better explain to our listeners how I came to find out about you. And I have to be honest here, up until I, the date that I heard from your agent, I had not heard of Lisa Downing, I'm sorry to say. What? Much, much to my shame and embarrassment, I know. <laughs> but I'm just being honest. Um, and I think it's probably because um, when you work in this sort of a genre of music, it's not all that popular out there. It's not the sort of thing that has teenagers jumping up and down in the nightclubs about. Right. Um, and of course, um, one of the, one of the um, things that I do here at the station is I vet every single track that we play to make sure that it sort of fits in with the type of listener that we have. And I don't know whether you've had a look at our website, but the main reason why we play music is to actually send people to sleep. Right, I have seen that. And so the question I wanted to ask you is, how do you feel about a radio station playing your music in the hope <laughs> that it will send them to sleep? Well, actually, I think it's awesome. And what I hope is that they have dreams about the meanings of these songs. Excellent. <laughs> um, I mean... We often get requests from people. Believe it or not, I actually had a request from one chap um, who asked me to play uh, <laughs> a track from Led Zeppelin, and I had a little giggle to myself because I thought, that's not going to put people to sleep at all. And then I was reading your bio uh, on your website, uh, which is lisadowning.com, and I had a little laugh because I see that you're a former metalhead, um, and yes. you were at one stage into Led Zeppelin. Yeah, oh, well, and not necessarily former. I, <laughs> I still like that kind of music. Oh, they had the greatest drummer in the world in John Bonham. It's a shame he died so early. Mm, mm, mm. But yeah. more about Lisa. Um, one of the things I was going to ask you is, I mean, I've obviously asked the question about how comfortable you are putting people to sleep with your music. Mm -hmm. um, but... What is behind Lisa? What motivates you in terms of um, what sort of got you into this type of music? Well, you know, it's interesting because I think that, you know, I wasn't seeking any specific type of music. But as I began to compose, I realized that I could hear music in my head. What I And my theory is that there's sort of a universal stream of music that's going on all the time, all the time, and that really anybody has access to this music. If you sit still, if you can listen, if you have ears to hear, you can reach up and sort of grab a piece of this music. And and so what I do really is I hear this music and I just imitate what I hear with whatever limited skills I have on the piano. I I, I try to, to, 
to get that music and, and sort of recreate what I'm already hearing in my head. So, so like I said, I wasn't sort of seeking out a specific genre. It's just the music that I hear. You and I must be speaking on the same uh, song line, I think, because um, when I listen to a couple of tracks, and one things one of the things we are going to do today is actually ask you to name two of your favourite tracks uh, from your latest album, The Wisdom of My Shadow, and we'll play them during the podcast. Okay. Uh, but one of the tracks I heard uh, was one that I particularly love, um, and it's quite old now. It's called Mad World. It's actually quite a sad song, and and I thought about it last night actually as I was watching the news about the earthquake in Italy, and um, I came into my office here into the studio and played that particular track, and it just made me think about all those people suffering in the world, and I am sure that you can enlighten us about this, Lisa. But is there something behind you including that particular track on the album? Well, you know, the the whole album sort of is themed in this way, the wisdom of, of my shadow, but sort of the shadow, um, the subject of that part of us that we tend to ignore, that we tend to discount even, but it's, it's that part of us, our personal selves, and of the world that that I think bears look a closer look at. And I think that Mad World in particular is a look at, at the madness in the world. And, um, you know, it's, it's sort of that place where we get left out. Um, boy, we could get really deep here you know, in, in terms of my philosophy about why some of the madness in the world is happening. Um, but I, I think it's a lack of inclusion. You know, people that that feel like they're not included in the mainstream and they're trying to um, express that disappointment. And, and, and disappointment is sort of not a strong enough word, of course, but but I think that that's, there's, therein lies the answer, is that if we can incorporate people, if we can include people, the more we can do that, the less the madness happens. It's funny you say that. I was actually look, looking at, um, again, coming back to your bio on your website, and I noticed on there that you are, even, perhaps even now, a former youth pastor. Uh, yeah. That would have opened your eyes a little bit, I would imagine. Do you, do, you, yeah. do you find that your faith helps in terms of um, in terms of the music that you produce? Yes, you know I think that uh, you know my particular brand of spirituality has has grown and evolved and changed over these many years. You know the the years that I was a youth pastor was a long, long time ago, and it was interesting because I had the the privilege of um, going to a a reunion of the youth group that that I used to be um, pastor of, and and so now these kids are my age, kind of. You know, I mean, they're only seven years younger than I am. I mean, they seem like a lot younger than that when I was doing this, but now you know they're in their fifties. They've got kids, grown kids, grandkids, some of them, and uh, and to find that I've touched their lives, that I that I was able to assist in them feeling included, 
you know, that that's the thing that, that touches their lives, that touched my life, you know, that it was such a wonderful time to be with these kids. And I wrote songs. I'm actually thinking about doing an album of the songs that I wrote for that youth group. And um, the band that I was in was called Wings of Faith. And they tell me that they they sing those songs still. They sing it to their children. They sing them to their grandchildren. And it all comes back to that inclusion piece. Really, really interesting things. It's, it's quite uh, interesting when I uh, interview artists and they talk a little bit about the background and, and what has led up to the type of music that they play today and uh, all of those sorts of things all build up and they all build us and they form the character that we are and uh, really really interesting um, background that came into it and I see that you unashamedly mentioned that on your website and I I think you should be very proud of that and um, we'll talk off air about that particular aspect of it but one of the things I I did notice about your music um, and and it's one of the things that unfortunately is sadly lacking from a lot of the tracks that get submitted to us to be played and that is the absence of emotion in the music it's all very well i mean i've heard we have, we play a lot of ambient music on the station and it's actually quite easy to do that by holding about two or three keys down on a keyboard and just holding them down <laughs> and, and, and turning a knob which varies the tempo and the pitch um, and we actually reject around 90% of the music that we get because we know that it would be disruptive to people and it's not really music. Um, but that's right. why I was quite impressed with your album. And what we're actually going to do, Lisa, is next week from Monday the 29th of August, we're actually going to feature the entire album. Um, and so if you are listening, what this means is that approximately every 10th song that you hear for the next seven days from Monday will be a track from Lisa's latest album, The Wisdom of My Shadow. Um, And uh, and if you do like the track, of course, uh, if you do have the app, uh, or you are listening online via our website, you have the ability to click on the track, and it will take you through to the iTunes store, where you can actually purchase uh, either that particular track, or if you're really good, the entire album. I'm assuming that that's okay with you, Lisa. I'm thinking that's way okay with me. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> I mean, the benefit for this, I mean, well, again, I'm just being honest. The benefit of this is that Lisa um, obviously gets some monetary benefit out of um, giving her talent to our listeners. And, of course, as our listeners know, it doesn't cost one single bean to listen to our station. And the other thing, of course, what it does, it actually gives us more listeners and gives us more ability to help people relax and sleep, which is precisely why we set the station up in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, what other plans for the future, Lisa? When's your next album? I've got to ask that. <laughs> oh, God. I need a breath after this album first. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I put every bit of heart, soul, energy, effort, everything I had went into this album, and uh, and I'm I'm super proud of it. You know, I um, I know we had um, talked a little bit online um, about that I was nominated for two Emmy awards here in the states for the songs from this album. Yes, and um, and then I was number five on the new age billboard chart which is a first for me so that was that was excellent 
And I've got a tour coming up. I've got, I'm going to be in Minnesota next month with Liz Story. I'm going to be in um, Arizona in November, also with Liz Story and an Argentinian solo pianist, Julio Mazziotti. And I'm going to be in California at Soka University, the theater there with Liz Story and Corey Carruthers um, in January. And so I'm super excited about that. I'll be playing on the, um, the Whisperings all-star awards in in january as well so mostly trying to get the performances together and and uh, keep myself together my chops together for for performing live in front of large audiences and and then i'd like to get my transcriptions um in into a songbook so that's that's my very next project is getting the sheet music together Right, so the answer to my question really is no, there's not going to be, going to be another album for a while. There is, there is going to be another album. There, but boy, You're forgiven. It, it might be in the future, a little bit further in the future. Well, we certainly hope so. And based on what I've heard, actually, I'm going to have to ask Ed to send me some of your former albums um, so we can oh. have a listen to those as well. Uh, because I think they'll be absolutely ideal for our listeners, and um, because I mean, people don't just sleep to it. Of course, they you know sit back in an armchair and throw their headphones on and just simply relax. Right, and, um, right, right. It helps them do that. Then, then great. Um, now you mentioned those tour dates. Where can our listeners find those tour dates? Are they going to be on your website and on your Facebook page? They are. They're on my website and on my Facebook page. They're on the Vision Quest Entertainment Facebook page and the Vision Quest Music website. So that's um, www.visionquestmusic.com, and that's Quest with a U, Vision Quest Music. And so all of these performances are, are online and accessible and easy to find me. Excellent. Hopefully, easy to find me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, what we'll do also, we'll um, we'll post those dates. I'll, I'll look out for them and post them up on our site as well, um, on our oh, Facebook page and our Twitter feed, so that um, our listeners can be aware of where they can come and see you performing live. Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much. I'd love to come to New Zealand. I've never been to New Zealand. How do I do that? It's really simple. You, you jump online and you <laughs> book an airline and you just jump on the plane. It's really, really simple as long as you've got a valid passport. Ah, I do. I've got a passport. <laughs> I'm ready to come. Oh, you'll have to come for a holiday. Um, the best part about New Zealand is the South Island, actually. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. But we live in the middle of the North Island and uh-huh. we're in a little town uh, with a little mountain. And uh, not a lot goes on here because I'm retired now. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are some fabulous places to see in the South Island, particularly around uh, our mountainous regions. Are you, are you a skier? I am not. Oh, <laughs> right. And here I live in the best ski, you know, state in the world. But I, I don't ski. I have skied, but I'm not. I'm not really friends with winter. Yes, I've seen you <laughs> there. I did watch Dumb and Dumber. What's that? The movie Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah! <laughs> I have this vision of these two guys on this tiny little motorcycle with all the uh, wetness from their noses being frozen to their face. Very oh, funny. Gee. 
Well, look, thank you for speaking with us today, Lisa. Um, we hope that your album is a huge success for you, and it sounds like it is already the way things are going. Um, we'd encourage our listeners to go and see you live. Um, unfortunately, we can't do that in New Zealand. Um, I'm not sure whether Lisa Downing has any of her videos on YouTube, do you, Lisa? I do. There's lots of videos on YouTube, and actually there's two brand-new videos. Um, one is for Sad Visa, which is on this album, and that's a cover tune by Cat Stevens. And one is for a song that is a tribute to my father called One More Day. And so both of those videos are brand-new, but there's tons of concert videos, and, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube. Uh, excellent. We'll have to post some of that stuff up on our page as well for our listeners. It's, um, it's been lovely interviewing you. Before we go out, what do you say would be your favorite track on the album? Well, you know, they're all my children. <laughs> I feel like I love them all. But, but probably right now, today, this moment, my favorite one is The Dragon Within. And that was, um, it started out as a bedtime story that I used to tell my son Andy um, when he was a young, young boy. He's a grown-up man now, he's 28, but, but back then I used to tell him a story about Jasper the Dragon. And every night it was a different adventure. And I was um, trying to write sort of a theme song to these bedtime stories um, here recently for the album. And as I began to, to write, this piece, it began to evolve as I realized that the power and energy of this dragon was a power and energy that lived inside me, and actually a, a, a specifically a, a feminine power and energy, a strength that that is in all women, but really in all of us. We all have that feminine side, and in our societies, you know, feminine power is sort of discouraged and discounted, but it's a power, so it's a tribute to that feminine strength. Wonderful. Well, as I said before, it's been a pleasure interviewing you. We wish you ever success. And uh, just taking us out, listeners, from the album, The Wisdom of My Shadow, this is Lisa Downing. And the track that she just mentioned, The Dragon Within.
And there you go, folks. One of the latest tracks from the album by Lisa Downing, The Wisdom of My Shadow. And you heard it right here on Sleep Radio's podcast for August 2016. Now, next month, I'm going to be joined in the studio by my wife. And we're going to be talking about yours truly and my visit to the Auckland Hospital Sleep Clinic and what bit of a rigmarole that was and so please stay tuned listen in next month it's going to be rather interesting you'll hear all about my sleep problems the last 30 years it's going to be really really exciting for you not but i'm sure you'll enjoy it stay tuned and stay safe have a great week